working search. It's wonderful to be able to share with you through this video, but I would have so much loved to be there with you in person and to be able to meet each one of you. Uh, we've just had some wonderful memories and friends over the years at King's. Uh, people like Brian and Stephen Laurie, uh, Robin Retzel, Richard and Anna, uh, Kate and many others of whom we have some wonderful memories. Uh, interestingly, this would be the exact time when we would have had the team from uh, King's come out and be with us at the camp. Uh, sadly, we can't do it this year, but God willing, next year we will be able to join in together uh, and we'll have the team come out. Uh, but we want to thank all of you who've come out on these teams and you've been a tremendous blessing. Special thanks to uh, the younger lot, uh, people like Joe and Jenaire and, and Alfie and, and Josh and, and yes, Alid as well, who've been a real hit uh, with our, our young folks. So thank you once again. Just want to give you a quick update on um, the COVID scene in India. Uh, after the uh, you know sort of initial uh, scare and with the rapid rise in uh, COVID cases, uh, and we were second only to the U.S. Thankfully, in the grace of God, uh, now those uh, we're seeing a real dip in uh, in numbers, and uh, the the daily cases are now well below uh, twenty five thousand, which is uh, absolutely great for us as a country. Uh, uh, things are getting back to normal quite quickly. Crowded streets, busy markets, packed buses. So uh, as a city and I think as a nation on, on, as a whole, we're getting back uh, to uh, normalcy. So praise God for that. We continue to, uh, please continue to pray, you know, that, that we will continue to see a dip and uh, the vaccinations are now out. So uh, people are being getting vaccinated as well so praise god for that uh, we want to thank you for uh, the tremendous generosity you've shown uh, in in contributing and helping people uh, here uh, in india and we've been able to uh, support and serve uh, hundreds of families with with ration kits uh, a lot of them with medical aid uh, some students with uh, their fees and and also gadgets for their online classes so that's been a great blessing thank you uh, once again uh, we continue to uh, support almost 40 families for and that will continue for the next few months and we'll continue to give you updates on that uh, I've been hearing from Paul that you uh, at uh, Kings have also been involved in uh, in some wonderful work, especially through uh, the uh, food bank and other initiatives. Praise God! To Him be the glory, honor, and praise. So uh, let's together look at God's word this morning. And uh, if you've got your Bibles, let's turn to Revelations uh, chapter three. I believe God's given me a word uh, of encouragement for us, which I want to extend. Uh, to Kings and uh, it's from Revelations chapter 3 uh, and we read from verses 7 to 13. This is the letter written uh, to the church in Philadelphia. For us in the life this has been a three-part series 
but I want to try and see how I can cramp up and uh, share with you in the next 15 minutes. So let's open and read uh, Revelation chapter 3 verses 7 to 13. Ready? Let's read. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, these are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. What he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. I know the deeds, I know your deeds. See, I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have little strength, yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. I will make those who are of the synagogue of Satan who claim to be Jews though they are not but are liars I will make them come and fall down at your feet and acknowledge that I have loved I have loved you since you have kept my command to endure patiently I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come on the whole world to test the inhabitants of the earth I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. The one who is victorious, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will they leave it. I will write on, the on them the name of my God and the name of the city of my God. The new Jerusalem which is coming down out of heaven from my God. I will also write on them my new name. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Holy Spirit, we pray that you would, Lord, so speak to us that we will grow in our in, in our worship and devotion to Jesus, that we will grow in our faithfulness towards Him, and that we will grow in our outreach of those that do not yet know Him. Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. So this is a church uh, in, in the city of Philadelphia. Philadelphia uh, then was a, uh, a, a cultural uh, city. It was a business center. Uh, and uh, along with that, it was also a city that kind of that faced uh, natural calamities like earthquakes. And because of that, the city lived in uh, constant fear, uh, constant fear of these earthquakes and the loss of property and lives. Today, in, in, in a COVID scenario, we experience some of that, isn't it? Through uh, what's happening with COVID, we feel that there is a certain uh, fear amongst us, fear in our cities and in, in, in our nations. And uh, in a scenario like this, uh, the church in Philadelphia uh, found grace to remain faithful, found grace to overcome these fears and uh, Jesus uh, commends them and encourages them in this letter. I want to give you four things, four truths uh, from uh, this letter very quickly. Number one, the first uh, thing we want to look at is the author, the second is the affirmation, the third is the announcement and the fourth is the assurance. Number one, the author. Jesus is the author of this letter, but he's not only the author of this letter, but he's the author and perfecter of our faith as well. Hebrews 12 verse 
to Jesus introduces himself or reminds uh, him reminds the church of who he is and he tells them three things verse 7 he says to them these are the words of him who is holy and true and who holds the key of David this morning my brothers and sisters I believe Jesus wants to remind you and me of who he is he is holy he is true and he has the keys to David the keys of David my friends Jesus this great and awesome God he who is without compare he who rules and reigns this holy magnificent awesome God who looks over us of him the heaven sings in revelations chapter 4 and verse 8 it says each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with their eyes all around even under its wings day and night they never stopped saying holy 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 is the lord god almighty who was and who is and who is to come my friends this is our jesus the holy one the true one the one who has the keys of david my friends he is true in a time that we live there's so much of falsehood around us false gods false religions false theologies false uh, uh, information and, uh, and there's so much of falsehood how do we where do we anchor our lives we anchor our lives in one who is true and that is jesus he is the way the truth and the life he is the true wine he is worthy of worship he's worthy of us trusting him and with that he's also the one who has the keys of david he's the one in authority all authority of in heaven and earth has been given to him he is the way through whom you will receive salvation the door that he opens no one can close and the door that he closes no one can open my friends even this morning as we uh, sit in our homes sitting in our uh, on our couches possibly i want us to be reminded of the one who has saved us of the one who has redeemed us of the one who we are called to love and serve and worship he is jesus the holy one jesus the true one jesus the one who has all authority on heaven and on earth may this this year be a time where we will uh, join we will come to him in intimacy but also be times where we will fall face down and worship him as we see in heaven they cry out holy 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 is the lord god almighty who was and who is and who is to come this is jesus king of glory amen the second thing we want to see is the affirmation the affirmation uh, we see uh, Jesus affirming uh, this church Jesus uh, affirming these this church of their deeds verse 8 he says I know your deeds and the second half he of this verse he tells us what he sees he sees I know that you have little strength yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name brothers and sisters this church in Philadelphia was not a large church it was not a, a possibly a, a well-to-do church it was a small church they had little strength and yet 
they were faithful. I believe that they were a people with little strength. They may have felt insignificant, but they were people that remained faithful. My friends, Jesus is in the habit of choosing and calling and using those that are small and insignificant. Those that are small and insignificant. 1 Corinthians 1.27, Paul would say, But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. My friends, my brothers and sisters, if any of you this evening or this morning are feeling weak, are feeling insignificant, are feeling, I'm not so sure I can do anything uh, for Jesus, I want to say to you, brothers and sisters, you have been chosen. You have been called. That weakness may not take you away from the purposes of God, but may that weakness, that little strength make you fall on Jesus saying, Jesus, I need you. May that make you even more dependent on Jesus. Call him, call him on him for your life, for your family, for your marriage, for your ministry. Because as we see, Jesus recommends this church in saying you, 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 you have little strength, but he also sees in them that they were ones who kept his word. They were faithful in keeping his word. And uh, I love King's Church. I love Paul Mann simply because he's a man of the word. He's a man who preaches the word. And my encouragement, I know you're, you're a church who keeps God's word. Uh, and that is central. Let, let us be those who are faithful in keeping his word. Everything will pass away, but his word will remain. And they were also a church that did not deny, did not deny him. My brothers and sisters, uh, they, was, they were small, insignificant. They were persecuted and yet they stood. They did not deny Jesus. England has a rich heritage of Christian martyrs who did not deny the name of Jesus but endured till the end. My brothers and sisters, you and I are called to endure and, and to stay, stay, stay strong and to stay faithful and uh, till the end. Matthew chapter 10 verse 31 to 33, uh, Jesus said, so don't be afraid, you are more valuable uh, to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Everyone who acknowledges me in public, uh, publicly here on earth, I will also acknowledge them before my Father in heaven. But everyone who denies me here on earth, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. My brothers and sisters, you and I uh, may have probably, uh, you in the UK have uh, little reason to deny him. Today you're living in, in, a, in a time of freedom. You can, you can freely uh, share your faith. You can freely uh, stand up for your faith. And that is, that is so wonderful. My, so so let's, let's continue uh, to stand strong. Let's continue to acknowledge uh, him. Let's continue to acknowledge him. Let's continue to bring him uh, in all of our conversations and keep sharing him with all of uh, people around. Even if there may be difficulties and challenges, let us, like this church, not deny him. The third thing uh, we see is Jesus 
making the announcement. Jesus making the announcement over this church. Number one was the author. Number two was the affirmation. Number three is the announcement. He says to them, I know your deeds. See, I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. Brothers and sisters, I believe Jesus uh, has, has placed before us an open door that no one can shut. This is uh, a, a proclamation. He calls us. He's, it's not something that he's going to do. He says to them, see, I have placed before you an open door. He has already placed before us an open door. I believe this open door is, a, is, is an open door of opportunity. It's an open door of the blessings of the kingdom. But more importantly, this is an open door for the gospel. This is an open door for the spread of the gospel of the kingdom. Several New Testament passages show that an open door referred to opportunities to preach the gospel of the kingdom. One example of this is found in Acts 14 verse 27 where Paul reported to the church at Antioch that God had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. My brothers and sisters, God has placed before you and me an open door and that open door is the open door for the gospel, for the spread of the gospel in your neighborhood, in your families, in your communities, in your nation. Jesus has placed before you and me an open door. See, lift your eyes. Let the eyes of faith be open in situations where you feel we may not be accepted. The, the gospel is being shunned. No, Jesus has, is opening a door and he's giving you and me a open door. Let's, let's go for it this year. Let's go for it. Let, let's, let's keep sharing the gospel, believing he has given you and me an open door. Hallelujah. This is the time, my brothers and sisters. The harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few, Jesus said. Look, the harvest is plenty. Come on, laborers. Let's go into the harvest field because your Lord, the master, is giving you and me an open door of outreach. This is our time. This is our time. And the fourth and the final thing we see is that the assurance. Jesus assures this church. Uh, he assures them that he will vindicate them. Verse 9. He assures them that he will protect them. Verse 10. And he will establish them. Verse 12. Time is running out. And so I just want to uh, remind you. Jesus is faithful. Jesus watches over you and me. Jesus protects you and me. Jesus will vindicate you and me. This morning as we come together, as we are at the beginning of this year, know the God you are called to love, serve and worship. He who is true, he who is holy, he who has the keys of David. All authority belongs to him. Know that God affirms you this morning. He affirms you. You may feel small and insignificant, yet he sees you and he is going to use you. He affirms you in your faithfulness to the word. He affirms you in your faithfulness in not denying him. And if you are denying him, let us throw that aside and, and stand and continue to acknowledge Jesus 
in everything. Let's not, let's not shy away from proclaiming His name. Know that He has placed before us. The announcement over us is that He has placed an open door. See, I have placed an open door. It's an open door, the gospel. Go out there. You're going to, you and I are going to see some amazing things in our societies, in our communities, and in the nations of the world because Jesus has given us an open door. And finally, know and have this assurance He is with you. Like He said to His disciples, and I will be with you to the end of the time. He is with you as we go out there and share the gospel. He will vindicate. He will protect. He will establish. May the Lord bless you and be with you. It's great being with you this morning. God bless.